More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup and information overload. Our toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, Jennifer Rubin, I think she still claims, sort of like liberal Joe, that she's a conservative. She's anything but a conservative. She's, a, you know, hardcore left and is out, out there saying things like, well, the mainstream media has covered up for and cleaned up for Trump until very recently. I'm like, OK, are you really that disconnected from truth and reality? Because there's never been any one man that has been persecuted wrongly so proven wrong more times than Donald Trump. Russia hoax, for example, the real quid pro quo was with Joe. It wasn't with uh, it wasn't with Donald Trump anyway. And then claiming that Trump supporters are part of a fascist cult, utterly irrational, impervious to facts. You know what? But thank God we have the likes of Jennifer Rubin. Let me play this for you. Well, I think two things are going on. One, this speaks to how badly the mainstream media has covered him. They have normalized him. They have cleaned up the rhetoric so he sounds in a clip or he reads in print much more coherent than he actually is. It's only very recently that the uh, the uh, mainstream media has been reporting on his really shocking totalitarian claims. But of course, he's been this way all along. And I think because they have done such a bad job, because they have made an effort to treat the Republican Party like the Democratic Party, this notion that he's not so bad, that he's just kind of a cartoon character has set in. And that's on the mainstream media. That's on the failure to be honest and to side with truth rather than having this false balance. Mm -hmm. And I think the second thing and why it's perhaps important to go to one of these rallies is to understand why he does have supporters. These people are part of a fascist cult. And let's be honest, there are a lot of them, but a lot of them doesn't mean that they're behaving logically or rationally. To the contrary, we've seen in other fascist regimes that millions of people, sometimes even a majority of the country, becomes intoxicated with an authoritarian figure. And these people are utterly irrational. If you speak to some of them, they will give they will spit back these bizarro conspiracy theories. They actually believe in all of the 
mumbo jumbo that he tells them. Um, so I think it would be a wake up call about what these people are about. And no, we're not going to convince people who are part of the cult to switch. As you say, they're impervious to any kind of data, any kind of information. And then followed up by, you know, a fake news CNN panel breaking down, you know, how the rest of the world views the prospects of a Trump presidency. I hope they're shaking in their boots. But listen, there's an inevitability to Trump being not just the nominee, but being restored to the White House. So I think for a lot of people uh, outside the U.S., they looked at this with a sense of dread, but not surprise, because I think there's been a great sense that this is going down a certain track. And that's one more off ramp that we've now avoided. New Hampshire will be the next off ramp. Um, so that's my sense of it, that there was no surprise, almost a reaffirmation of a fatalism that exists around the world that Americans are going to reelect us. Okay, can we just be clear? Reelect? How? Why? Is that what you're picking up? Why would people, yes, that he's going to be the candidate, but automatically think he's going to be president again? Well, I would go back to that result and what you called a blowout, which was 51% of the Republican vote for Trump. And I'd say the number here that people are actually looking at that is leaving people jaw-dropped mm -hmm. is the 66% of Iowan voters who believe Donald Trump's lie. Anyway, we're in New Hampshire, and Ari Fleischer is uh, joining us now uh, with his take, his analysis of all of this. By the way, what did you think from a media standpoint, having been a White House press secretary, that they just refused on MSDNC, this is NBC, to even run any of Donald Trump's speech when he won Iowa by a historic margin? Uh, or, you know, fake Jake Tapper uh, is out there on fake news CNN saying, oh, it's more of his anti-immigrant rant. And no, it's about legal immigration versus illegal immigration. But, you know, it was his words were far more important than ever hearing from a guy that just set a record in Iowa. You know, Sean, the, the Jake Tapper stuff I love because every time somebody in the mainstream media belittles what Trump says, puts in a and toward really what's the truth they know what's going on on the border as for not covering him that's more serious that's a real problem because if you want to know why america is so polarized and so divided it's because people on the left are just told such a distorted picture they can't see it for themselves to render their own judgments and everything they're spoon-fed is that trump is evil things are going down the drain if trump gets in that saved democracy and it's such a distorted view of democracy, and they're the ones who contribute to it. Look, Fox News covered Biden's speech when Biden gave the speech about anti-democracy and he was fighting to preserve democracy. Fox covered every syllable the man said, even the ones he stuck. Well, to be fair, most people can't understand every other word, but that's a different story. Keep going. But the point is, Fox allows its reader, its viewers to see all sides. MSNBC can't allow its viewers to see all sides, and that's why polarization takes place. You can argue, and tell me if you disagree, that George W. Bush, who you work for, um, that George W. Bush kind of ran base elections. I'm not sure if that model still holds. And I would argue if, if these numbers hold that Joe Biden is losing 20% of the African-American vote, a similar number with Hispanic Americans, uh, suburban women, young people, the, the real base of the Democratic Party is is leaving Joe Biden. Thirty three percent overall approval rating. Um, can he win with those numbers if they stay the same? He can. And here's why. What the Biden people are counting on is, yes, Joe Biden's unpopular. Yes, he's lost support from the base. But they believe that come October, 
Donald Trump will scare people into coming home again. They are not running to reelect Joe Biden. They are running to defeat Donald Trump. And there's a huge difference. And history does show that Democrats are scared of Donald Trump and that a lot of Republicans and suburban college educated have walked away from the Republican Party. So that's their hope that Trump motivates the fear that makes people vote against. Not a very heartening message. It's not the first candidate to say, just don't elect the other guy. Uh, and Trump knows that, too. His people know that Trump inspires turnout on the other side. All right, so it's going to be democracy in peril. By the way, coming from the very people that don't even want somebody's name on a ballot, a little ironic to me. It's going to be January 6th, January 6th, January 6th. Trump is evil, Trump is evil. Then the usual mantra, you've heard me mention it a million times, racist, sexist, etc. A lot of the things that they did to George W. Bush that they do to every Republican candidate. Here's the question. You know, peace and prosperity usually, usually drive election victory. Is there anything that Joe Biden can point to, any policies that he's implemented that have that have made life better for people in our country and made us safer from our enemies abroad? I don't think there's anything he can cite. Safer from our enemies abroad? Heavens, no. There's not a thing he can cite on that front. Protecting America from terrorism? Heavens, no, especially the way the southern border is open. If you're a Democrat, I think the solace you take from a Joe Biden is abortion. He's fighting to protect your abortion, your right to choose. He's got that on his side that he'll argue for. And I think climate change, all the mass, vast amounts of corporate welfare he's spending uh, to give subsidies to fight climate change. Those are the things that he's trying to do. And then, of course, he's trying to buy off young voters by forgiving their student loans, which he should never do. It's just wrong in the first place. So that, interestingly, is he's trying to buy chunks of the country because he, he doesn't have the support of America, so he's trying to buy chunks of Americans. That's kind of what Democrats do. They, they divide the country and, and then try to finance, spend, appeal to them by saying the other side is racist to you. But these are not good times by anybody's definition. People are suffering. I mean, Bidenomics to people is like a punchline. It's going to be much harder in 24 than it was in 20. In 20, he was running against incumbent Donald Trump with COVID. And now, what does Biden have to run? He doesn't have any big factors running in his favor. The economy is weaker. economy is terrible. Foreign policy is worse. Terrorism threats. All of that is what makes everything I said to you before about Trump scaring people. And Trump barely lost in 2020. In four or five states, a 50,000 vote difference would make Trump the big winner. And if you just assume everything holds steady, but Biden's less popular, and he certainly is four years older. You've got to assume Trump goes into this the favorite. Uh, I tend to agree with you. How do you explain the Trump phenomenon? Because if you look at these polls here in New Hampshire, and I don't want to predict what's going to happen tomorrow, but I, I'd be very surprised if Trump doesn't win by a pretty significant margin. You know, that could be eight points. But, I mean, he's got other polls. Inside Advantage has him up 62-35 today. Other, and other two polls have them up 18 and 17, respectively. Yep. I mean, these are big numbers, and especially with Governor DeSantis getting out, I would think a lot of his voters go to Trump. What do you think? You know, I, I've been thinking long and hard about why Donald Trump has captured the Republican Party. And I think it goes back to one simple thing. Do you remember two weeks ago when it came out that Dr. Fauci said, 
We just made up six-foot dis- social distancing. It just came out of nowhere. No scientific basis. We made it up. If you want to know why a Donald Trump has emerged as so popular and people want somebody like that to fight for him, because people have lost faith in institutions. They've lost faith in government. When they hear Fauci say, we inconvenienced you to such an extraordinary end that we made you stand six feet away from your grandmother and told you it was about science, and it wasn't. People say we're sick of it. We want somebody different. We don't want a politician. We want somebody who will fight for us and do something about this government that's out of control. How do you explain that it defies, as I always say, all conventional political gravity? How do you how do you explain this phenomenon? Donald Trump gets arrested. His poll numbers get up or go up. He gets a mugshot. His poll numbers go higher. He gets arrested again. They go even higher. Um, lost faith in our institutions, and our institutions have caused him to lose faith. If Donald Trump were being prosecuted by a true blue conservative prosecutor in a red county, it might have more merit. He's being prosecuted by the bluest of blue prosecutors who ran for office promising to prosecute Trump in the bluest of blue counties. It's not fair, Sean. And so that's why there's a rally around Trump when these things happen, because we Republicans are not going to let the Democrats dictate to us who are candidates. Over over 80 percent of the people in Iowa and and from the polls I'm reading here, people think and that all of these attacks against Trump, that the that our justice system has been weaponized. And this is all about politics. They, They believe they're, you know, political persecutions, if you will. And there's there's certainly been a precedent for it. The Russia hoax went on three long years. We did have 51 Intel, uh, former Intel people lie to the American people about Hunter's laptop. Uh, We did learn an awful lot about inappropriate spying and, you know, Hillary's dirty dossier and all of these other issues were proven wrong. And we know that Joe was the one that really had a quid pro quo with Ukraine. It wasn't Trump. Uh, do you think people s- really see and understand that? Has that penetrated the consciousness of most people? Absolutely. That's part of the rejectionism of institutions because they kept getting it wrong. And the person who they made the victim of all these wrong attacks was Donald Trump. And so Republicans have rallied. You know, you, you left out of your string there. My favorite was, remember, they accused Trump of removing blue mailboxes from street corners? That way. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. And that was just to refurbish the mailboxes. But it was front page story network I know. stories accusing Trump. These people are mindless. They really are. To getting Donald Trump. And so don't- but there are a lot of people in your orbit that supported George W. Bush that are part of that Never Trumper movement. What, is your, what are your conversations like with some of them? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's just an instant judgment. He's a bad man, and therefore, how can you support him? And I've always been open-minded, and I recognize times change, too, and different skills are needed at different times in this country. Bush was a compassionate conservative in 2000, right when our nation needed that. And I'm glad, always, he won, and we needed him on September 11th and every day after. Uh, but we're in a different era now. We're in an era that's much more vituperative, polarized, and that's why somebody who will fight for us is what we need. Now, I've made the case, Sean, that sometimes Donald Trump fights so hard, he, he punches, and his counterpunch ends up hitting himself in the chin. That's a calibration I wish he would make going forward on all levels. But I just, by the way, in the last hour I had him on, I just asked him about that. And he goes, well, you want me to be nice all the time? I said, no, there's an appropriate time to fight. But there's, lately, I, I think he's been showing a very gracious side of him, and having known him for almost 30 years, that I know exists in him that's real. Yeah, he won't change. I think he's going to continue to counterpunch and every once in a while take himself out. But, 
you know, that's the calculation. People want a fighter, and that's the difference. That's, and especially, as I said, with the, with the faith in institutions collapsing the way it is. And we want somebody strong. We want somebody who's going to protect us. When you look at the southern border and you see the terrorists coming over and just the 10 million people who should not come into this country illegally, don't we want somebody who will stop it? strong enough to protect us huge part of trump's selling point well anyway you always have a great analysis we appreciate your time as always ari fleischer thank you toll free our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program we continue our coverage it is the eve of the first in the nation primary the live free or die state new hampshire we continue from new hampshire it's the sean hannity show the best election coverage available on your radio dial Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 25 down to the top of the hour coming to you from the live free or die state uh the first in the nation primary state new hampshire uh the eve of tomorrow's big primary 800-941 sean is on number we'll get to your calls here in a minute reminder 9-11 2001 uh is more than a day in history it's a day that is still taking lives uh yeah it is true that people that were working down at ground zero yeah they have serious illnesses as a result um, yet only two states in this country, you know, have kindergarten through 12th grade mandates that actually require teaching in each grade about America's darkest day. It's unreal. A whole generation of kids that know nothing about that day. My own daughter was born 13 days earlier. Anyway, the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is now writing this wrong, and they're offering teachers help in educating kids K through 12 with nonfiction uh, resources. They provide full curriculum units and scripted social studies lessons, activities, backgrounds for teachers. They, they have nonfiction, first-person accounts told through videos, 
They're discovering heroes book series. They have a speakers bureau for classrooms. They have their mobile exhibit, the tractor trailer interactive museum with nine 11 artifacts and their Russell F. Siller Memorial scholarships for the children of program recipients. Anyway, the only way all this good work continues is through your generosity. We're hoping you will join all of us here at team Hannity and uh, join and commit to $11 a month. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Let me play for you, you know, um, it really frustrates me, the system of voting. I love New Hampshire. I love the people of New Hampshire. I love their independent spirit in New Hampshire. You have over 40% of people here registered as independent, and it's real. I mean, uh, they're rugged individualists. They like people in Maine, people in Alaska, people in Idaho. I mean, people that, you know what, they they can handle themselves, and they're very responsible you know, just the, the the people that make the country great. I don't like their voting system that allows independents and Democrats to switch party affiliations so they can wreak havoc uh, during elections. And that's according to the what secretary of state's office. You know, there's been thousands of people that have done that in this state, in the state of New Hampshire. How many? I don't know. And those efforts apparently are organized, as I mentioned earlier. But anyway, just just listen to some people just outright just telling them what they're doing. Versus Biden, what are you going to do? That really puts me in a quandary. I frankly am more scared of another Trump term than another Biden term. Well, voted for him twice. I don't know that I could, in good conscience, vote for him again. I mean, he does things that we teach our children not to do. I would probably end up either voting for myself as a protest or for Biden. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is, because what they're saying is, oh, they're going to vote for Biden anyway, so they want to wreak havoc. What's the end goal? Well, if Trump was going to win among Republicans, oh, let's let's see if we can drag this out as long as possible and, and have the eventual Republican nominee waste a ton of money, you know, having to run the next primary and the primary after that to lock things up because all of them cost millions of dollars. Anyway, let's get to our uh, phones, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Dan is in Minnesota. Dan, how are you? Glad you called. I'm good. Welcome how are to you? New Hampshire. Yes, sir. What? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, sir. Glad you called. Just calling about the immigration issue. It just drives me insane that there are millions and millions of uh, undocumented immigrants coming across into this country illegally. And what part of the word illegal don't they understand? Why aren't these people being arrested and or sent back? I, I just can't get past it. You know, I, there's there's no reason for it. None at all. And the answer is you have a president not upholding his oath of office and enforcing the laws of the land. That's what it, that's what his constitutional oath is all about. And he's not been held accountable. Now, I know Republicans are have an impeachment inquiry into Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas on this. Frankly, the person that's most responsible is Joe Biden. These are his policies. And, you know, up till what this this last week, lying to the American people, the borders closed, the borders closed, the borders secure, the borders secure. And it's so beyond insulting to people. It's unreal to me. I, it's unreal to me, too. And I, and I believe what you believe. Eventually, something's going to happen in this country, and I hope they hold him responsible for it. Well, it's going to happen. And I'll tell you, if I'm right about terrorists and terror cells uh having you know mixed in with this population of people that probably genuinely want a better life but they didn't want to go through the process legally 
uh, I'm telling you, when something happens, they're going to be held responsible. And I will hold them responsible. And I, you know, what good, do, what good is it for me to say, I told you this was going to happen. That doesn't, that's not going to bring back American lives that are going to be lost because Joe didn't vet anybody coming in from Iran and Syria and Afghanistan and Egypt and Russia and China. It's not going to be able to bring them back. It's so stupid. And it is the biggest national security failure of Joe Biden. And his, and that's saying a lot in his presidency. Anyway, appreciate the uh, call, my friend. Uh, let's say hi to Bud is in Utah. Bud, how are you? Welcome to New Hampshire, sir. Um, pretty nervous, Mr. Hannity. This is my first time calling in, so be a little patient with me. No, but you sound great. Don't be nervous. You're talking to friends here. Uh, no, no big deal. Just We're having a conversation. That's all. I appreciate that. I want to talk a little bit about election tampering. Okay. In Utah, the Democrats register as Republicans then vote in the Republicans' primary elections. They're trying to influence which Republicans are on the ballot. I believe the same thing happened in the Iowa caucuses. Democrats there registered as Republicans and voted for Trump. Now, here's something a little different. They're, they voted for Trump, those Democrats. Their thinking was that Trump is the only candidate Biden can win against. Therefore, the Dems want Trump on the ballot against Biden, not Haley. She's an easy winner over Biden and Harris. I figure Trump probably... Actually, polls show... Uh, I've seen polls that showed Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Donald Trump winning. I've not seen a poll recently that shows Donald Trump losing to Joe Biden and any of these polls. But it's still early. we got a long way to go before November. I'm not making predictions. Uh, be ready for an emotional roller coaster, as every presidential election year is. There's going to be ups and downs, and... Highs and lows, there just always is. It's the nature of the business. The, the leftists hate Trump, and that's going to drive their turnout. And you know turnout wins or loses elections. And that's why Trump lost in 2020. Also why the Dems did, the Dems did better than expected in 2022. So I'm a pragmatism, Mr. Hannity. I don't agree fully with your analysis, but I'll let, I'll let it go. I think 2022 was far more about abortion than people think, but that's a different issue. So what's your, what's your point, though? Same, same, same thing. The abortion drove turnout, and turnout's what wins elections. So again, the leftists will be motivated to get out and vote for Biden against Trump more than they would to vote against. That's not, that's not what they're saying here in New Hampshire. Democrats want to create havoc and they want to they're they're literally lobbying people to become independent and switch in the primary. If they're a Democrat or independent, that wouldn't vote for Trump ever. And they're trying to vote for uh, Nikki Haley to make Trump look bad to to see if Nikki Haley can pull an upset here. Now, the polls show to me that that's going to be, you know, a very heavy lift for Nikki Haley. I have nothing, yeah, look, I don't have anything bad to say about Nikki, the, the former governor. I don't think she's going to win her home state. She's got a problem. If she loses here tomorrow, and I, really, to me, it doesn't matter what the margin is, um, and she's down 30 in her home state, the state's governor and the two state senators have both, have all three gone for Trump, I think she's going to have a very hard time in her home state. And if you can't win your home state, you have a very hard time, I think, making the case that you're the person for the job. Well, I agree with that. Question I still want to 
get an answer from you about is which candidate is stronger against Biden. And I don't think it's Trump. You know, I'd like I'd be happy with Trump being president. Don't get me wrong about that. But I'm very pragmatic. I want to see a Republican. Well, there's only two candidates left. So it's either going to be Trump or Nikki Haley. It looks like it's going to be Trump to me. Well, yeah, that's the way it looks. And I'm trying to persuade people to think about who has the best chance to win against. You should have. You needed to go back a few months ago when when we had eight, nine people in the race. Um, but look, it's going to be what it's going to be. America, all Democrats want to run on is January 6th, democracy in peril, abortion and demagogue abortion. Uh, and Trump is evil. And then Republicans are all racist and, and every have every phobia known to man. And that's that's their plan. But they can't run on one thing. Are you better off than you were four years ago? No. Their policies have been a disaster. But great call, Utah. We appreciate it. You get a gold star today. You were awesome. Uh, back to our phones as we say hi to Brandon in Louisiana. Brandon, welcome to New Hampshire. Glad you called, sir. Hey, Sean. Long time listener. First time caller. Glad you called. Hey, uh, Sean, I just want to make a quick comment. Um, now, I'm not the most intelligent guy on this, but no, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's probably about 25 <clears throat> Republican governors out there and probably about the same number of Democratic governors out there. Now, here recently, the U.S. filed a lawsuit against Texas Governor Abbott. And I know there's probably about a dozen other states that are helping Texas, but why don't we have more Republican-led legislatures helping to pass bills similar to that uh, um, House bill or um, Senate bill four out of Texas to help that. Instead of it being a state issue, why can't we make it a national issue that way? You know, it's a whole lot different when you've got one state trying to trying to do the same thing. But when you've got 14, you know, 20, 25 other states doing the same thing, what sign does it show to this presidency that, hey, this is enough? I mean, it shows in the polls. You see, we see President Trump leading his polls. Where do we stop? How do we get other governors, other states involved in doing similar actions such as this well you know i think you raise a really good question and i think it's a thoughtful one uh i can tell you that if if you look at how i think elections should be run for example in the country if you look at how simple it is to resolve all the problems in the country to me it's a pretty easy fix don't you yeah oh easy i i agree with you sean um, but why aren't we doing it? Well, you know, why do we have to depend on Mike Johnson, you know, to, I mean, my how, do you, how, does, how does Mike Johnson with a two vote margin get anything done? It, it just isn't going to happen. And I, I know that there are very angry and frustrated Republicans about the CR. I don't, I don't think he had any choice, especially it just is the way that Washington's running. He's not, he's, he doesn't really have a lot of, he doesn't have the full support he needs with his conference. And then we have a bunch of liberal senators that that are not fighting for conservative values. That combination, to me, is, you know, deadly. Uh, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the uh, program. You know, anyway, and, and by the way, just to address also what he said about Abbott and the lawsuit, we've talked at length. Abbott has tried everything possible as a governor to do the job of the federal government and every step of the way, all they want to do is stop him. And I give him a lot of credit. You know, he has put up razor wire. He has built his own wall. He's put up caravans to stop people from coming into Texas. And you know what? Joe Biden just takes him to court and how he's gotten away with it up to this point. There's been three long years, unvetted, illegal immigration and all the problems associated with it.
It's that simple. Um, all right, let's say hi to Paul in Florida. Paul, we got about a minute and a half. We're in New Hampshire. Glad you called, sir. I'm glad I did call. Thank you, Mr. Henry. I'm in North Florida, not New Hampshire. Oh, okay. It says here, I said, I'm in New Hampshire. I said, you're in Florida. Oh. You're in the free state of Florida. You're in my home state. Yeah, I'm at the speed trap capital. Um, to the point, we need an LLC written up where people can donate. Republicans, Trumpers, Tea Party, everybody. And we have to take them to court. There are a lot of groups out there. You have Steve Miller and Mark Meadows group. I'm not sure if Mark's still a part of it. Uh, I, what is it? American legal. I forget what they're calling themselves. What is it? America first legal. Okay. And then you got the ACLJ, the American center for law and justice. That's Jay Seculo. They do great work. They're in court all the time. As a matter of fact, the, the court case, I know ACLJ had a very big part to play in the victory in the lower court level. Uh, out in Colorado when they tried to kick Trump off the ballot there. So, you know, there are there are these organizations that you can find that are doing great work. Um, Judicial Watch does good work. They get a lot of FOIA information. Um, just too many to, to list. I'm going to forget good groups, but any one of those groups is out there doing great work. And the other Democratic supporters have not been brought up on charges of treason. You have 11 federal officers signed a petition saying... Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. I don't know if we use the word treason. I'd say they're a bunch of political hacks that knew nothing about the veracity of or anything about the, the laptop that was released by Rudy Giuliani that the FBI had already verified as authentic. Um, it, it's to me, it's just common sense. They just lied for pure political reasons. Um, is it good for the country? No. To use their former positions of power to do that? Pretty disgusting. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. We got a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel, as we broadcast from New Hampshire, the first in the primary, first in the nation primary. Uh, we have Newt Gingrich, Ted Cruz, Dana Perino, and Charlie Hurt, Kaylee McEnany, Jessica Tarlov, and Katie Pavlich. Set your DVR, best election coverage available on television and radio. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.